Popcorn Heist is an interactive community of pop culture lovers that spans multiple mediums. We dive deep into TV shows and movies of the past, present, and future to bring you the hottest takes and the coldest truths. Do you have what it takes? Join the heist. Jake from Popcorn Heist here. And this is Nick from Popcorn Heist. Welcome back to the show, guys. This is Popcorn Heist, the podcast, episode three. Yep. Yeah, happy to be back. Uh, for those of you who are stumbling upon us for the first time, Nick and I are roommates. We were college roommates. And Popcorn Heist is a brand that we started to publish po- pop culture content. And it started on a website, but now it spans to multiple different mediums and platforms. Yeah, and uh, if you don't know us, then you could find us, find our website at popcornheist.com. We post these podcasts. We post articles. You could also find us on social media, Instagram, Twitter, at Popcorn Heist. You can find us on Facebook. Instagram, Twitter, we try to do some interactive stuff like uh, polls and, and brackets, so definitely check us out. Uh, mm-hmm. We also make it a point to hear the voices of you guys and interact with you guys on social media or have guest writers on our, our blog or guests on our podcast, so definitely check us out. We try to build a little bit of a community of, of pop culture movie show lovers, so yep. yeah. Yeah, so with that, uh, this is episode three, like I said before, and the title or the topic of this episode is going to be what order should you watch Star Wars? So why don't we get into... <laughs> sorry, sorry, everyone. Cue, cue the space crawl for uh, those of you who've seen Star Wars. But um, So we got a little bit of a, an agenda here, uh, pretty simple compared to our last episode, but Nick, why don't you take it away? Um, yeah, so we're going to talk... We This episode, we're huge Star Wars fans. You can see, if you're watching on video, we have Star Wars pop figures, we have lightsaber, we have tons of Star Wars stuff. We've mm-hmm. been Star Wars fans for years. We've watched a lot of it together. Uh, we've seen a bunch of the new ones together as well. But this episode is meant to be for both Star Wars fans and people who have never seen it before. So we're going to talk a little bit spoiler-free. Uh, we're definitely going to talk both about the best order to watch Star Wars in for, for new watchers or if... Some if a Star Wars fan wants to show a family member or friend what order you should show them in or our opinion on that, and uh, we're also going to talk about if you're rewatching the best order to do that. So we're going to talk a little bit spoiler free. We're going to get into spoilers later. Uh, I know it's a little bit confusing with Star Wars because there's like different levels. Yeah, there's yeah. there's ep- <laughs> there's episodes, then there's the spinoffs, and then we're also going to talk a little bit, bit about the movies and shows. Yeah. So the the reason why. Uh, Nick kind of hinted at it before. Uh, the reason why we're deciding to do a whole episode on this is because of the history of how Star Wars was released theatrically in theaters. It's a little confusing if uh, you haven't seen them before. So essentially in 1977, uh, George Lucas and Lucasfilm released what is now known as Episode Four: A New Hope. Mm-hmm. And then he subsequently released Episode Five: Empire Strikes Back, and Episode Six to create the main original trilogy. Then in the 90s, he released the prequels which is episode one two and three and then disney bought star wars in 2012 Mm -hmm. and went on to make the sequel trilogy which is episodes seven eight and nine and then they've gone on to do like nick said spinoffs and uh, (laughs) 
TV shows yeah, and whatnot. They, yeah, so we'll get into a little bit about where to fit the TV shows, where to fit the spinoffs. But in the beginning, we're just going to talk about it from the episode standpoint. Yeah, because it's a lot of people debate, oh, should you start the way they did it theatrically? Is there a better way to watch it? And we're going to really like pick that apart a little bit. I know uh, we'll, we'll see if Nick and I agree or disagree <laughs> on certain things. It should be interesting. Um, because I think we've both watched it in, in different ways before. I have watched Star Wars in so many different combinations <laughs> of ways throughout my life. I've been watching Star Wars since I was like... Three or four years old, so I've watched it in all different types of combinations. Every which way imaginable. Yeah, I remember right? when the the Clone Wars movie that started the animated show was coming out. I like rewatched them all, and I was like, "What order do I watch? Like, do yeah. I wait till Clone Wars comes out to go?" Yeah, so it, it gets very confusing. It's a whole big thing. I just yeah. rewatched all them before uh, the last episode came out in uh, December. So yeah, we'll get into that and. In, uh, every which way we'll piece it, pick it apart for you guys. Yeah, and and we like to start every episode with a quote. Yeah. Uh, Naturally, we were trying to figure out a quote for today, and we were like, what's, what's the best Star Wars quote to use? But we found a quote that's not a Star Wars quote, but applies to this episode better than any Star Wars quote there is. Yep. And uh, just to give a little background on it, it's from Arrested Development. It's Lucille Bluth talking to Anyang, trying to like get rid of him after a fight with, that she has with uh, Oscar, who we won't even get into his background. <laughs> and and she, goes, she goes, here's some money. Go see a Star War. <laughs> <laughs> Such a subtle little quote that like you would fly right over your head. If Star you Wars attention. singular, not Star Wars. No, plural. Star Wars. <laughs> go singular. see a Star War. Yeah. Um, so for those of you who haven't seen a Star War, go see one. Go see a Star War. <laughs> <laughs> we highly recommend going to yes. see a Star War. And we will tell you what order to watch them in. That's yep. what this episode's all about. So, so let's start off with the spoiler-free discussion. Um, this is for people who maybe are have never been introduced to Star Wars or maybe have heard of it and just never seen it before. Um, we're not going to spoil any specific plot points for you, but we're going to give you a general gist of what we think is the best method for you guys to watch if you're first coming across Star Wars. So, Nick, what is your opinion uh, for someone maybe, regardless, if they haven't heard of Star Wars or they have and they're just watching it for the first time? So, I'm, I'm usually a believer in, not just with Star Wars, with anything uh, that... When a movie comes out, you're supposed to know everything that that all the knowledge that was available when that movie came out. So I'm definitely a believer in watching the original trilogy first. So starting at episode four, then watching episode five, then six, then going back to the pre the prequels, watching one, two, and three, and then watching the sequels. Just I mean, in an ideal world, the best would be four, five, six, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. But mm -hmm. we know a lot of people don't have time for that. So um, I would say in release order over chronological order. Yeah, I, I, I tend to agree with that point of view. I mean, um, like you like you said, how did you just phrase it? You like you need to know like the knowledge of what was going on at the time. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that it is important to understand completely – um, just what a big thing about Star Wars is the technology that allowed the movies to be created and I think that's actually pretty important to like see Lucasfilm and the Star Wars story grow from the 70s up and until now it doesn't sound like it would be a big thing to take note of but it definitely hits different when you experience the original trilogy and, and like realize what made that so special and so groundbreaking for film then go back and watch the prequels as it intended and as it came out with all the advancements in technology. Yeah, I also think so, – so Star Wars is such a big part of pop culture. I also think it's a, a different question to say should someone who – if someone who has knows nothing about Star Wars, absolutely nothing, no spoilers at all, which is – it's tough to find people that, that know nothing. Yeah. Then yeah. I think that's a different question than people – 
who know everything that's going to happen already. I'd still say for both, I'd probably start at episode four. But for people who know nothing, I could maybe... Mm, I don't know. I could, for, for people who know what happens already, it might be a little bit beneficial to start at one and see how you get to that point. But there's a lot of big plot twists and stuff in the original trilogy. So if you know nothing, zero, you have to watch four, five, six, one, two, three. I, I, and then seven, eight, nine. Yeah, I, I do like the, the chronological viewing order of starting with one, two, three, then going four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And but the thing is, like if you like you said, if you haven't heard of Star Wars ever before, which it's very rare, mm-hmm. you're gonna come out favoring the prequels more than the original trilogy. In my opinion, I think what do you mean favoring? A lot. Most people who like grew up with Star Star Wars and like started with the original trilogy, like especially like our parents, like that whole generation. Like, oh, you ob- think they'll think it's better? Obviously, yeah. I think really. I, I know. I know a few people who like started. Uh, well. They watched it four, five, six, one, two, three, seven, eight, nine, mm-hmm. like the way it theatrically came out, and mm-hmm. they liked the prequels better. And then I've seen heard of people who watch it one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine after not knowing Star Wars, and they like the prequels better. Wow, I, that that's a whole that's another whole conversation about prequels versus sequels. But that's that's an interesting take. I I I, I agree. I think that people who grew up with four, five, and six and had to wait for one, two, and three to come out. Definitely dislike the prequels more than people like like us who who might have grown up with the prequels or people who have never seen it before. Um, I think that what they were expecting when when they had to wait for the prequels was different than what they got, which is why there's a lot of hate for it. But like I said, that's a, a whole nother conversation. But that is an interesting take. I I, uh, I don't know. Yeah, that's why it takes away that you're n- you're not expecting that change. The thing is, like, I don't think this is really a spoiler for for people for people who haven't seen Star Wars. But the original trilogy takes place in a time where Jedi and Force users are far and few between, whereas the prequels takes place in a time where they were quite abundant and a big part of government and uh, politics in space. And I think that's more of a jarring change when you start with the original trilogy, which isn't necessarily a bad thing because people who have come to appreciate the prequels understand why that makes sense Mm -hmm. but i don't think it'll be initially as jarring of a change if you understand it from the get-go and you start from the prequels and go into the original trilogy uh, of course i definitely agree with that i think that going if you start at one going into four there's not really a surprise because you know how how it got to that how the story got to that point but if you go four five six and then you go all the way back to one where there's pretty much three movies in between what you know and what's happening um prior to that then i think it's it's definitely a jarring change and i i i, I that's interesting but you you think that people who watch four five six one two three that just watched it recently also like the prequels better than the originals i, I think so i mean uh there are i don't i wouldn't say all but yeah. i would say that a lot of there are a lot of people who do especially um one of the i know nick, this is nick's favorite uh, revenge of the sith like yeah people like immediately like gravitate towards that one and they're like oh i love this one um revenge is is episode three for for those of you who who don't know yeah it's tough it 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 also depends on like if you're a huge movie buff and like you're into like the whole history of filmmaking and stuff then maybe the the ot the original trilogy would stand out to you more whereas some people just love to go for a good time and might really enjoy like a a crazy lightsaber battle in the prequels it's real. it's hard to tell you know like if you're really inexperienced with that stuff then the lack of um 
chore experienced choreography like can mm -hmm. be a little off-putting when you start with the original trilogy like you kind of have to familiarize yourself with the history of filmmaking a little bit to truly appreciate watching star wars well, like, that four be, five yeah. six one two three yeah um, I will also say I think that a big factor in this conversation is episode three, Revenge of the Sith, and um, pr pretty much this whole conversation, especially when you just discuss the first six movies, is based around whether or not you want three to be like uh, introduction, an introduction to a new era, or if you want it to be the connector that connects what you know from the original trilogy to what you've seen so far in the prequels. So I, I think that's a big argument do you want to see episode three as a, a transition into a different era or do you want to see it as a connecting part of the story I, I, if you I, watch it if you watch it after you've seen four five and six it's the connector that con connects all the dots so wait you mean watching it and not watching one and two or no or no, no, no 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 i'm saying if you watch it chronologically one two three four five six seven eight nine mm-hmm Episode three will be a transition into a new era. Yeah. Where if you watch it four, five, six, one, two, three, three is the dot connector that connects the the two eras. So it's like do you want to go into episode three being like, How did we get to episode four? Or do you want to go in just as another one of the movies that progresses the story forward? Yeah. Yeah. Which I, I, I personally tend to, to I'd rather episode I think the beauty of episode three is how how well it connects the dots and and knowing, I, I like watching episode three, knowing what's going to happen in four, five, and six. I I think it's it's better that way. I, I I can definitely see that. That's that's actually a really good point because, again, there's so many little idiosyncrasies that like are different depending on which one you start with, and knowing what comes after, I, I do actually I think uh, puts more weight on like all the crazy stuff that does happen. Yeah, and I think a lot of the scenes are, are more. Uh, are meant are framed to be like oh that's how we got here this is how like it, it makes some of the scenes more beautiful when you you know the iconic nature of the different th things that come in four five and six like some of the scenes are meant to be like this is it this is how we got it's framed to be like this is the moment that th whatever the eras change yeah yeah that's a that, that's actually pretty convincing what what you said but i i do I am also for the the method of watching chronologically because uh, you, it it's it's so important it's so important to understand how important it's like that era of the prequels is insanely important and a lot of people don't look they immediately look past that because uh, okay maybe uh, it's a popular opinion that the dialogue is not really written as well in the prequels which I'll, I'll I'll agree. I could agree with, with that. With that. Um, but it's almost it's almost funny. I like it. <laughs> but it it might take you longer to appreciate the prequels when you start with the original trilogy than if you start with the prequels. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know. Um. I also think I think I mean I used to have this argument way before Disney bought Star Wars. Also, and when going into i guess i don't want to call it adulthood but like going into college when i really started to appreciate star wars is like something that i love and i wasn't just a kid who like loved the action and, and like you know what i mean i yeah. I, I was 100 percent for watching four five six one two three i'm talking before the sequel seven eight and nine came out i think that if it was just the six episodes it would be a no-brainer for me it would be like definitely four five six one two three but now with the sequels it is a little bit 
weird. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you, yeah, we haven't really discussed. We haven't the even talked about much. the sequels. Yeah. <laughs> it, with the sequels, it's a little bit weird to watch when it's four, five, six, and then you go back to one, two, three. And I guess in this scenario, where you can't watch the movies twice, just to make it more difficult on us. But if you go from episode three to episode seven. It's so far removed that it is weird to like if you're binge watching them to go right from three to seven, and especially because, like you said, a lot of people who were original trilogy fans don't love the prequels. Disney did a lot to separate that story from the story of the prequels, so it feels like a whole different universe at times. Yeah. So it 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 is weird with the sequels now to then watch it in um, release order. But <laughs> there's no perfect way. There, there, yeah, there isn't a perfect way because it's always going to be like, oh, well, if you did it this way, then this might be a little different. Yeah, way. yeah, but, yeah. You know, uh, uh, another thing I was, I was thinking about before is that if you start with the original trilogy, you view almost um, the saga. You view, you view one through six almost more as Luke's story. Whereas if you start, I feel like if you start with the prequels, you'll understand from the get-go how much of the Star Wars saga revolves around Anakin. I was about to say, I don't view... I never really viewed the first six movies as Luke's story. I, I view them as Anakin's story. I view the... the Well, that's after I saw the prequels. Like, Yeah, like, I think... Uh, so, okay, Luke... <laughs> Luke is the protagonist of episodes four, five, and six, for mm-hmm. those of you who haven't seen them before. Anakin is... Oh, it's hard to get into this without spoilers, but... Anakin is uh, the pro- pretty much the protagonist of episodes 1, 2, and 3, or, or one of the protagonists. And he's in 4, 5, and 6, but he's not as much of a fo- focus as Luke. So, um, I don't know. I think the original trilogy is definitely Luke's story, but the first six episodes are Anakin's story. And I think all nine of them are the Skywalker's story. So, um, yeah. I don't know. It's it's hard to like. It's hard. I kind of want to get into spoilers. A yeah. Bit. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. But um, just I was, I was. Is there a verdict for the the? Yeah, I was gonna frame? say we should we should yeah. come up with a verdict. Yeah. Um, I like you said you can't expect people to do this, but ideally it would be great to watch four, five, six, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah. Circle back around. But that's cheating. <laughs> oh, <laughs> in this in this argument. In this argument is cheating. Yeah. A I would say that if you are going to start from, I, th- I think any way you're going to start, it's important. You you don't have to like, oh, I'm going to tell you, go research like the history of film and like how Star Wars affect, but it is important to kind of familiarize yourself with why the original S- Star Wars was so groundbreaking and then, mm, wh- and then why the prequels were so groundbreaking for technology also, because that's super important with how maybe you'll... If you're if you have a sour taste in your mouth from maybe the prequels, like if you understand where it's coming from in juxtaposition to the original trilogy, mm. that sour taste might become a little bit more sweet. And, and uh, so I think understanding before you go into it is very important. And yeah, here's what I'll say: if you know nothing about Star Wars, nothing, zero, you have to watch four, five, six, one, two, three, and then ideally four, five, six again. But if not, seven, eight, nine, you have to start with the original trilogy if you know zero. But if you do know a little bit about Star Wars and you have a little bit of a background, which a lot of people do, you can consider watching 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. But I personally would still watch 4, 5, 6, 1, 2, 3, 7, 8, 9. Personally, I would. But I could see the argument if you have a little bit of a background. But if you know nothing, you need the the plot twists in um, the original trilogy yeah. to, to 
drive home the whole. The whole I, I would I would love to wipe my memory of Star Wars and watch it in that order. That, is what I'm gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just one more thing to add is I think that um you also should watch them like don't leave too much time in between when you're watching. I mean that's another hard thing to ask of people. Like, <laughs> make watch sure you my watch movies in one night. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, it's hard to marathon things like that, but it, I think that's also really important so that you get the full weight of everything is um if you're watching four five six the original trilogy first don't like wait two weeks and then watch the prequels i think it's important to watch them in sequence uh together would you agree with that hmm even though people had to wait years and years for like the prequels i think that it's important to like while while all the details of the original trilogy are still fresh in your mind and you're like oh i have all these questions about maybe how did this get here then it's important to go straight into it rather than like you forget and then be completely like sidelined, like sidelines, and uh, just hit over the head with like the jarring changes from the prequels. Yeah, um, I don't know. I think it's important to watch each trilogy in a close proximity to each other, and then if you need a little bit of a break, take them between the trilogies. Don't take too long, but try to remember everything that happened. But I, I would take the breaks between trilogies mm -hmm. like keep one two and three close to each other keep keep four five and six close to each other keep seven eight nine close to each other yeah but i mean that's not how we watch them so no, <laughs> no not at all so yeah all um right. so i think we're gonna get into spoilers yeah, let's now get into we're, some spoilers. we're still gonna <laughs> talk about um how if you are if you do want to show a family member a friend like what with spoilers why we think it's best to watch for for someone to watch or the order we choose why someone should watch in that order for the first time we're going to talk it talk about that with spoilers yeah if that makes any sense <laughs> <laughs> essentially like what we just the verdict we just gave we're going to give with spoilers now. yeah exactly so yeah. spoilers if you haven't seen star wars and you don't want to get it spoiled log off now and if you, <laughs> turn if you, us if, off if you want to get it spoiled then then your funeral <laughs> <laughs> oh good good so um, yeah i mean it it's it's really important it's darth vader's loose father darth vader <laughs> in case you live under a rock darth vader's loose father i'm gonna talk about from my own experience so we we talked about this in our first episode is that i i really hadn't completely fully seen the prequels until nick came along like i was like a fan of the original trilogy and then like vaguely remembered revenge of the sith from my childhood <laughs> thank you brother, thank you, brother. <laughs> vaguely remembered Re revenge of the sith from my childhood but was like oh like I, I, I when i think of star wars i think of the original trilogy and for that reason like i grew up hearing all the bad press about the prequels and people just like bashing it oh it's so different but i it took nick nick is a very big proponent of the prequels <laughs> and it took a lot yes, for am. me for him to open my eyes to you have to look past all right yeah there's some dialogue that is really not that great but like how well told the lore how well the lore is expanded and how, just how well they tell anakin's story and how much it means to the entire saga and why pretty much the first six movies are his story which is why i gave so much caution to people about where they should watch the OT in, in the in the prequels before. Yeah. Um, I mean, Darth Vader's Luke's father, like I said. I think that's an important thing to mention when you're talking uh, which order to watch them. But um, yeah, I mean, I, like you said, I'm a big prequel lover. And I think the beauty of the prequels is you're supposed to know 
throughout the prequels. They came out after 4, 5, and 6. So George Lucas knew that everyone watching probably knew that Darth Vader was Anakin. Was Darth Vader was Anakin and that he was Luke's father. So a lot of the scenes are framed... It, it's no surprise when Anakin turns into Darth Vader that he's turning evil. Mm-hmm. Even if you've never seen it before. It's no surprise that Palpatine is the Emperor when that happens either. It's not like... I don't think if you... you, don't, you don't, I mean, like, it is a little obvious because the actor is the same, but you don't think it was a little bit of a surprise because they never said, like, his name was I Emperor think it's Palpatine. A, and, I um, think it's a surprise going into episode three. A lot of people didn't know that. I, I only knew it because, like, I was like, this came out... I was, like, seven when episode three came out, and I only knew from, like, a book that my friend showed me that he was the Emperor. Um, so a lot of people didn't know going into episode three. I think if you watch it for the first time, you might not know going into episode three. I think he's, like not really that big of a character in episodes one and two i mean the whole story is is about his plan but i don't think he's in it a lot so you might not notice that he's the emperor but going into the it's not really a reveal in episode three that he's the emperor or that he's evil yeah it's not like a like, twi- it's not like a twist by it's the time like, it's supposed to be a build up to it you yeah. know what i mean it's not like i don't think if you watch four five and six first you're like spoiling episodes one two and three for yourself you know what I mean? No, that's definitely because the the whole thing about the prequels is to understand how Palpatine's plan yeah. unfolded, and to we know that Darth, that Anakin's going to turn into Darth Vader, but the means of how that happened and how his relationship with Obi Wan was like destroyed. Yeah, I I think that the prequel, like I said, the prequels were made assuming everyone knew four, five, and six. So I I think that it almost like takes away from it a little bit if you don't watch it with that knowledge because they they were made like like I said earlier when we were talking spoiler free like the scene where Anakin becomes Darth Vader if you don't know 4 5 and 6 which i mean a lot of people know what Darth Vader who Darth Vader is but if you just watch that without knowing who Darth Vader is it's almost like okay he's a robot now but like if you well, know 4 5 and 6 everyone it makes knows- it Everyone knows who Darth Vader is, though. Yeah, but but but, but, it, but it, exactly, everyone knows who Darth Vader is. But even if you kn- kind of know who he is, but you don't, you haven't seen four, five, and six. It takes away from that moment a little bit. A little, and yeah. also like when he gets his arms and legs cut cut off, and he uh, is like getting burnt to a crisp. It's like if you, you don't know, like it, it makes it better that you know. It's like oh, that's why he looks like. A prune in episode six like that's why he looks like a thumb <laughs> you know what i mean i feel like a, a lot of it was written oh, of course with that in mind of course it was written that but i will argue that you run the risk of becoming a, someone who who doesn't appreciate the story of the prequels as much if you watch the original trilogy first it's it's kind of a double-edged sword if you watch the original trilogy first then you run the risk of not appreciating the prequels as much unless you really dig into it. But if you start with the prequels and you really get into like, oh, this is like really cool to see his plan unfold before you watch the original trilogy, then you run the risk of losing like the surprise of one of the most iconic moments in film history when he goes, Luke, I am your father. Well, no, I am I am your father. Yeah, good, good yeah. catch, good <laughs> catch. Um, That's a com- I don't, I don't... very common <laughs> misinterpreted quote is that people think he said, Luke, I am your father, but it's no, I am your father. <laughs> I, I don't really agree with you. I think um, that the prequels are better when you have the knowledge of episodes four, five, and six. I see what you're saying, that a lot of people who watch the original trilogy first and are like, these are 
beautifully made movies, especially for the like considering the time period. Then if they go back and watch one, two, and three, and it's so jarringly different, it can like take away from it a little bit. But I don't, I don't necessarily agree because I think that one, two, and three are enhanced from with the knowledge of four, five, and six. I I get that it's a jarring change, but I think that it's ultimately enhanced because you know what's going to happen. I think it is, yeah, but it, it takes time, like especially from uh, as I'm talked about my own experience from my experience being introduced to the prequels it took me a while to push past that exterior of like not great dialogue and stuff like that and realize that the story underneath was so great you know yeah I mean that that's an, another whole different conversation I think there is a lot of things in the prequels that I, I don't know but do you think that th- those would go away if you don't if you don't watch the original trilogy first yeah because like what if you started with one two three and you're just you just like you took that as um, like setting it set the bar like a little low, and you're like, all right, I guess these movies are like they're just they're really enjoyable, but there's the dialogue isn't that great. Like if you start off with that bar low, and then it increasingly gets better. Like you get to Revenge of the Sith, and then all of a sudden you get to the original trilogy. It might ruin the original trilogy, like in terms of like technology wise, but like I think hmm. the bar might be lowered a little bit, and it won't be as much of like a wow these things are like wildly different like what is going on i don't know i don't really agree with with you i think that the ultimately i I see what you're saying where um i don't know i don't think that watching the original trilogy first makes phantom menace any better or worse than it is i think it you know what i mean i think it is like jar jar is going to be jar jar you're going to love him or hate him there's nothing around like whether or not you watch the like you know you know I, I i think if someone watched if someone hadn't seen Star Wars and they watched Phantom Menace first, they wouldn't. Even if they didn't like Jar Jar, they wouldn't be like, "I hate Jar Jar." They would just be like, "He, he I didn't care for him," you know. Like, but you think they'll hate Jar Jar if if uh, they watched the original trilogy? Yeah, people first, will be like, people will be like, "What? What is this character?" Like, I don't know. I think that the reason that happened was because of the wait for the movie. That they were like, "Why are they spending all this time on Jar Jar?" After we waited however many years, I think if you if you're showing someone within like a month or two all the movies. I think the hate for Jar Jar might be lower in the first place, but um, I don't know. Do, do you also think that Phantom? So Phantom Menace, which is Episode One, if you if you're still listening, <laughs> <laughs> for the people who don't know Star Wars at all, if you're still listening, Phantom Menace is Episode One. Um, do you think that watching Episode One for so Episode One is generally known as like the worst one, but. Not oh, that's not always agreed on. Subject to opinion. Subject to opinion, of course. I think pretty much everyone agrees it's not the strongest one. It's not even close to the strongest one. Mm. So do you think going in with episode one as your first one might be like, well, I don't want to. Like going in episode one, episode two, which are both known as not the strongest ones. Not a, not a fact, an opinion. Both generally known as not the strongest ones. Going in watching episode one, episode two. Do you think that might turn people off? of star wars a little it, bit it could but but again if you, again this is super rare but if you had really no knowledge of star wars you were you might be like you might come in with a different perspective like viewing it as like like trying really hard to like see like, like oh okay like i i see like these little like you'll really dig into the plot and be like all right i see like where the storytelling is going here and then like once it really gets into revenge of the sith and stuff then you're like oh oh like it gets like more but that's what Exciting. you're saying, the storytelling, but the storytelling of the prequels is all based around the knowledge from episodes four, five, and six. So I feel like the storytelling is based around 
knowing what's going to happen. That's that's true. That's a that's a fair point. Yeah. yeah, and and I also think um, so if I was to show someone for people who want to show a family member or a significant other or a friend, I would, if they don't know that Anakin is Darth Vader and Anakin is Luke's father, don't spoil that. But at the same time, I'd probably explain to them the history of Star Wars. Like, these came out in, 19, in the 1970s, 1980s. And then going into the prequels, I'd be like, yeah, these came out in, like, the 90s and 2000s. They're a little bit over. This is right when, like, digital uh, filming became huge. And I think, I'm pretty sure The Phantom Menace is the first movie that's filmed all digitally ever. I'm, yeah. I'm not 100% it, I, sure I, I about think, that fact, I, but I think I think so. So I think if you're like, yeah, they they might have went a little bit hard with the CGI. They were like, they definitely try to show off effects a little bit. If, if you kind of explain that to them and it's like, okay, yeah, some of the dialogue might be great, but just pay attention to the story. It like gets there yeah. and it, con- it connects everything. I think that that's how I would show someone. I would go still do four, five, six, one, two, three, but explain like the history. Don't spoil the movies for them. But I would explain the history of, like, how Star Wars has been affected by technology and, and how cinema was affected by Star Wars. I, I think I, I tend I, I tend to agree with you. Yeah, because you you can't just if someone's never seen it before, you can't just skip over Empire Strikes Back and go straight to the prequels. It's like a little, a little yeah. a, a little ridiculous. I'm but I will say that it would be a a very interesting social experiment to compare two people who started with the prequels and i think that there may be it could be a really interesting and you think and that like people the, would like the prequels better if they watch the prequels first you think if i think there's absolutely some people that that would think that yeah see I, I don't i don't know if i agree with that i i i think that the hate for the prequels comes from waiting for the prequels waiting for the prequels for so many years and uh, uh not a uh, just not meeting expectations of people. So that's why I'm saying if you kind of explain to them going into it how it's going to be, it might not be as... But I don't think it's only expectations. I just I think it, it's compounded by, by those reasons. I think it's also because it's so different and the, the generation gap, would, which is part of waiting and stuff. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I <laughs> No, I, I see what you, you're saying. You got me a little bit, but like... <laughs> um, I also think just... I mean, this isn't an episode to compare prequel, sequels, original trilogy, but um, like you said, I mean, we you've already mentioned I I kind of consider so it depends on on when you got involved in Star Wars. A lot of people consider the original trilogy their Star Wars. Everything else is lower. For me, and I know a lot of people who are our age, uh, who were born like '90s, 2000s, um, they considered the first six or episodes four, five, six, one, two, and three. They consider their Star Wars, and then the sequel trilogy is a little bit lower for them. So I'll be interested to see if people who are born now feel the same way that like that the nine episodes are all equally Star Wars. Um, I don't know. That's just my opinion. But um, talking about like like story, like you're saying, the prequels had bad writing, bad uh, not not bad writing, some questionable dialogue, um, some questionable CGI, but the plot is everything. I kind of feel the opposite about the sequel trilogy, where every it's almost like they're perfectly made movies. Like the acting's really good, the it's visually like appealing, but the storytelling the, is horrible. Yeah, not not, not, not I wouldn't that's, say the story, that's really hard. Yeah, harsh, but, but. <laughs> I wouldn't say the storytelling is horrible, but I almost like I feel like every scene means something to that movie, but I just feel like it's extraneous story. Like I don't I don't need 
like my Star Wars story is the original six, but that's a whole other conversation. Yeah, a whole other conversation. <laughs> um, yeah, but I would I would argue if we're, we're going to get into the real nitty gritty here is that in order to really get the full effect of the Star Wars saga, you kind of need you you you're either an all in star wars fan and you watch the cartoons and you watch the the spinoffs or you or you just don't and you kind of like half appreciate some of the movies well yeah i mean i think i i also think there's different levels of star wars fan i i know a lot of people who who are huge star wars fans and are just like i I just couldn't get into the animated show and i get that and that's fair yes that's 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 absolutely fair fair. or or have know what happens in the animated show has have watched some of them still get the gist obviously you can't appreciate as much if you can't watch if you haven't watched the whole thing but there's definitely different levels to it um i do agree that (laughs) always watching everything is best Mm -hmm. but there's always time constraints and and clone wars is a very long show and yeah and (laughs) we'll get into where to watch that one soon (laughs) yeah um I also think we should get into what order to rewatch them in because I feel like that's a different question than Very different question. what order to watch them in the first time around. Yeah, so these are people like even say like us or just like yeah. anybody who's seen them before who wants to rewatch. Yeah, them. if we were to watch, if we were to start watching the Star Wars movies tomorrow, how would we rewatch them? Last Jedi first. <laughs> <laughs> Rise just do them backwards. Just do them backwards. <laughs> oh my god, that would be <laughs> that would be horrible. Oh, I would have a headache. Well, it wouldn't uh, be horrible. It's not still Star Wars. Yeah, it would just be like, what is happening? Yeah, like, why yeah. did I subject that would, myself? To that this? would be a headache. I mean, I I do honestly, I do tend to just if a Star Wars movie's on TV, I I throw it on. I've seen all the Star Wars movies so many times. Um. Including the spinoffs. Solo is the one I've probably seen the least, but... Yeah, are we discussing do, uh, spinoffs now? Well, no, no. We'll get to that after the rewatch. Gotcha. But but I'm, I'm just saying, I, I do feel like if you know the Star Wars story well enough, you'll appreciate any of the movies. Like, if they're just on and, and you just want to throw one on, you can always appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if you're rewatching the whole saga, it's good to do it in a, in a fun order. Yeah. That's... I... For this one, I'm going to stick by what I said. And if you're rewatching and you haven't done it before, watch it chronologically. You think episode one to start? That's what I watched uh, before Rise of Skywalker came out in December, and it was awesome. I again, I think those are a little bit of two different questions. I think if I didn't, I didn't rewatch them all in order before episode nine. I was like currently watching Clone Wars, rewatching Clone Wars with my brother. I just didn't have the the time to. Uh, by the time I realized I wanted to do it, I didn't have the time to do all eight of them before mm-hmm. episode nine. But um, I think if it was, if I was leading up to the final movie, I would agree with you that chronologically is best. Start with episode one and watch up to the movie that's coming out. But if I'm just rewatching now that they're all out, I would rewatch. I would start at four and go four, five, six, one, two, three. Ideally, four, five, six again. <laughs> but if you can't do that. Uh, still started four and then seven eight nine. I was gonna I was gonna say they yeah, were you gonna do the the loop around which, I, I ideally I I think it's like the best way to watch it no matter what scenario you're in new watcher anything four five six one two three four five six seven eight nine but there's just not enough time in the day to do that every year or whatever no. however, however often you want them yeah so and i think that is in this conversation a little bit cheating to to say that because like <laughs> you, you can't have it both ways yeah. we gotta i think uh the point of this is to say if you're only watching them once what's the best order i i mean i i, I love watching like I'm, I'm not trying to sound like 
this is the only way you should watch it. Watch it chronologically, but I because I, I love watching four, five, six, one, two, three, uh, seven, eight, nine, or if you want to do the whole loop around. But honestly, like I I just really enjoyed watching it chronologically. I mean, like like you said, you kind of gotta like push through phantom menace or attack the clones but honestly i like watching them because i love we, watching we them. love all the movies but yeah. for those like they're generally thought of as the weaker ones it consistently like it just like almost gets better and better until you hit the, the sequel trilogy it's a, whatever your opinions are <laughs> i don't agree that. that it gets better and better but yeah, <laughs> you don't think so i mean like no i mean my favorites are epi- i mean episode three is great to watch i don't care what anyone says episode three is so enjoyable to watch but it's even almost- if it's not your favorite one it's so enjoyable to watch yeah. and episode five is the best I think episodes four and five are stronger than episode six. Yeah, it's just... <sighs> Especially episode five. No, but I, episode four... I think episode four is a little bit stronger than episode six, too. I, I don't think it goes, like, consistently. It keeps going, getting better and better. But I think that, like... All right, one and two, like, you gotta, like... If, for people who don't really like it as much, you gotta, like, push through them a little bit. Then Revenge of the Sith is, like, awesome. Then A New Hope is just, like, so iconic. I mean... whatever like a thought. bell curve. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it, like, it's kind of, like, up and like... A star, like a stark increase to Revenge of the Sith, then they kind of like dangle you up for a little bit, and it's like yeah. a rise on like your, the high of like what what's happened in Revenge of the Sith. And yeah, like, I also will say I I think that a lot of Star Wars fans have seen episodes three, four, and five a lot, especially if you're someone who doesn't who's not a prequel hater. A lot of people have seen episodes three, four, and five a lot, so sometimes it is fun to go back and watch episodes one and two because I know for me those are. Out of the first six, probably the ones I've seen the least. I've still seen them tons of times. <laughs> but I, I, there, I was rewatching one, like somewhat recently, and I was like, "Wow, I actually haven't seen this movie in a while. Like, fully seen this movie in a while." Mm-hmm. And it was really fun to watch again. And I think it's because a lot, like, you kind of have an aversion to rewatching it, but. It's still enjoyable to watch. I mean, it's still great. Oh, no. It's still enjoyable. I mean, it was yeah. my first Star Wars that I saw in theaters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. lots of nostalgia there. But uh, I still will argue that if you watch it, even though it's an amazing way to watch it, and I love it. Again, I'm not hating on it. But you start four, five, six, and they're great and iconic. Then one and two, gen- the general opinion is that they, they go down a little bit, and then it comes yeah. up way high for Revenge of the Sith. Whereas mm-hmm. if you started with one and two, you're kind of like in the middle, then sharp increase to revenge of the sith and then you're just riding high like i on like the adrenaline and like i the iconic status of like the original trilogy yeah yeah yeah. i also i also do feel like the hatred towards episodes one and two comes from like the initial watch of it when it was like first came out so i do think rewatching isn't like uh, we sound like we're like we go back and forth on episode one and two we're like it's great but it also is the, the, not the strongest one but uh it is they, they are fun to rewatch i think yeah and, i mean and, they're definitely not my favorite but they but i i appreciate them as a star wars fan yeah and i was also watching some dooku scenes from episode two like when he uh after clone wars i was rewatching parts of episode two because uh gives hints about Darth Sidious and stuff and I was trying to understand like what Obi-Wan knew and, and stuff so I was rewatching, and I was like I forgot some of these scenes so it was it was fun to rewatch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah but my verdict for rewatching is if you still only have to watch one movie if you're only allowed to watch one mo- each movie once 4, 5, 6, 1, 2, 3, 7, 8, 9 I would say it depends on how long it's been since you've done a rewatch which is kind of important I mean, if you if it's been a long time, then yeah, four or five, six, one, two. But if if you've seen them recently, or maybe if it's only been a year or two, I would I would watch chronologically. 
I would mm. say. Espe- especially, I, this is a r- hot, hot take. I mean, you again, like, um, uh, it depends on like how much time you have on your hands. I mean, we can all con- confidently say that the sequel trilogy, you just wait to the end to watch. Them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're yeah. not. <laughs> so that's why. The, I mean, that there's a few reasons why they're not as much in the conversation, but I think that's pretty clear that you watch seven eight nine last. Yeah, pretty but, clear. Not no this, one would ever say anything differently. No, I, I mean I, I guess you could watch four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, one, two, three, but I don't think so. It would be, <laughs> it, it would be interesting to only watch, like, I mean obviously you don't really want to skip the prequels, but it'd be interesting to see that transition for four. That's why I don't I don't four, know five, though. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I don't know because I think that Palpatine becomes without without the prequels and especially without Revenge of the Sith. He wouldn't be that like he wouldn't feel like that important of a villain in episode nine. He'd be like, oh, this guy who was in a few scenes is bad. Obviously, he's like the main villain of episode six and stuff, but not like you don't much care about him until. I mean, he's like one of my favorite characters because yeah. of the prequels, if not my favorite character. Yeah. <laughs> and and I think uh, if I if I hadn't seen the prequels and I went into episode nine, it would like be like okay, the wrinkly guy's back, but now it's like. Emperor Palpatine is back. Yeah. Well, if looking you, red and black, if like, you watch, it made it so much cooler. If you watch chronologically, then you'll get his story, and then you'll go from four, five, six, to seven, eight, nine. I think you still get it. <laughs> but going back to my my hot take, that's not really a hot take, is that if you have all the time on your hands, you should watch with the Clone Wars series in um, chronological order. Which would be you think? Ooh, that see now. Okay, that's tough. So we're, I guess we're getting into shows now. Should. Let's let's quickly touch on Rogue One and, and Solo. I feel like to, yeah. to finish up the movies. But. See, yeah, I mean this this also like I'm as you can tell I'm usually a four five six one two three er, but Rogue One and Solo are very hard for me to place. I don't I don't really know when I would watch them. I wouldn't watch Rogue One. I wouldn't watch Rogue One before I watched Episode Four. It's cool. Like I think maybe rewatching it's cool to watch Rogue One before Episode Four, but. I don't know. The first time around, definitely not. No way. Not the first time around. No. I mean, especially if you're watching episode four first. Yeah. You're. But rewatching it is cool to see the transition from one to the other. I feel like on a on a rainy day, I'd I'd watch Rogue One and Episode Four, and that's it, and and just yeah, see the transition. Absolutely, absolutely. But I don't know if I'm watching rewatching the whole series. I almost think you can. I think it's super. It would be if a rainy day thing would be Revenge of the Sith, Rogue One, A New Hope to see, like Anakin turn to Darth Vader, then see that awesome like dope ass uh, the hallway scene, then go straight into A New Hope. Oh, that's a rainy day. Like if you if you had enough time, I feel like that'd be great. I I almost mm, I feel like I I also feel like the hallway scene is a reason you don't wanna if someone's never seen any of the like original trilogy or like isn't really as familiar with it i feel like you want to know who darth vader is going into the hallway scene because i think the best part about it is it's like you never really see darth vader with new effects except like in rebels which is animated but like in live action seeing darth vader like with the red lightsaber was awesome it's like this is darth vader like you 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 always knew he was a powerhouse but we weren't always able to see it with the effects from the original trilogy so Mm. i think it's almost nice to watch it removed from the original trilogy because like a lot of people felt Vader was like sat satirized by like the prequels if that's the, the right word for it 
And, like, I feel like they were, like, we're making Vader scary again and gave gave us that scene. Yeah, no. Well, I mean, like, I think feel like the reason why they made him, like, satirized a little bit is because he doesn't become Darth Vader until, like, the third act of... Yeah, I also think it was inadvertently from, like, the writing and stuff. Yeah. I mean, like, a lot of people are like, oh, I don't like sand. (laughs) Quote from (laughs) Attack of the Clones. Um, So I think that that they made it a point. Like, it's, it's nice to watch Rogue One after you haven't seen Vader for a bit. It, I, I, I can agree with that. You know what I mean? Um, Solo. Solo, I feel like the, the only thing that truly matters that would probably be most effective with Solo is watching it close to the prequel so you get that Darth Maul. Because sometimes some... as much, Yeah, people can like forget about him if you if you wait too long. Yeah, I mean, that's that was a nod to the animated show watchers more than it was like prequel watchers. Yeah, but it still is like a big reveal for prequel watchers. Like some people like who like went through the prequels and again like maybe didn't enjoy them as much would maybe not remember Darth Maul that well but like if you had just watched the prequels and then you just saw that then you'd be like whoa he's still alive then it would get you mad hyped to watch Rebels and uh, Clone Wars yeah I mean oh that's oh it's tough to add Solo in there um I feel like almost especially if I'm showing someone for the first time and I, I want to keep them engaged like 10 movies is a lot of movies so I'd probably leave solo for like last just to, just as like as a matter for people to not not that solo is bad but i just think it's the least relevant to like the overall star wars story and doesn't really connect directly to any of the other movies like obviously it explains han solo and stuff but rogue one co- connects more directly to the movie so i'd probably just watch solo last be like whenever we want to after we can get to it and rogue one uh, Rogue One, I might also do after all all of the episodes. I, I, I really like the the rainy day idea. Watching that, like, close yeah. the but I think that a lot of what makes Rogue One really fun is its references both to the prequels and the original trilogy. 100%, which that's you true. don't really like get the full weight of it until you've seen both trilogies. So I, I, I hand w- a few nods to Rebels. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. So I, I get. I think I would opt to wait for both movies and especially solo was like a last priority unless you really want to like get that shock reveal for darth maul but that's like the only thing like you might not want to waste your time like forgetting like all the stuff that happened in the prequels and the original trilogy yeah i i I also leading into the uh animated show conversation i think it would be really fun as a rewatcher who's seen all the movies and both both of the animated shows not not including resistance so both being clone wars and rebels i think it'd be really interesting for me to rewatch all of like rewatch one two three or one two clone wars three i guess it'd be solo, solo then rebels yeah then rogue one then four five six seven eight nine i think that'd be and then i guess the mandalorian is not finished yet but throw that in chronological order right after episode six before episode seven but i think that'd be really interesting to watch but with time constraints like i feel like by the time you finish clone wars it's almost like should i rewatch episodes one and two now it would be it would be really really fun it Um, would be fun but um yeah i don't know but uh, the thing is the shows are so long so it's like by the time you get to the end of it I'm going to watch something else Star Wars by the time I get to the end of it. Yeah. Anyway, you know what I mean? So it's like there's never a way to watch it all in chronological order. But I do think that Star Wars does a really great job of going back and telling you a story that you already know the ending to. But it's still having a 
having weight. So, for example, 100%. episode three, Obi-Wan and Anakin are fighting and Palpatine and Yoda are fighting. And if you've seen all the other movies, you know that all four of those characters survive. And it is still one of the best final acts of all time, I think. It's like one of my favorite... I guess it's like 20, 30 minutes. I guess like 30 minutes. It's one of my favorite 30 minutes of any movie ever. And and I, you know all the characters survive. But it still has so much weight. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And I mean, Clone Wars does a great job of that too. You know all the characters. Especially season seven. People who have seen Rebels before season seven of Clone Wars. Which we'll get into the order to watch that. It, it almost like, in ways it makes it better. That you've, you already know what happens. Yeah, because you have no idea like what's like how exactly Ahsoka yeah. and Maul like, got to that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but... Yeah, Clone Wars is what really solidified for me. Like, I love the prequels. Like, <laughs> it, may, it enhances them. What, it enhances I mean, them. I, I watched Clone Wars, like, I binged it right up until the newest season came out, season seven. And, you know, I've texted you every once in a while, like, yeah. oh my God, like, I'm on this part in Clone Wars. Like, I'm so hyped. <laughs> like, obviously, there's some episodes you gotta, you gotta push through a little bit. But, yeah. like, that's another thing where it like George Lucas like the animation for Clone Wars was like groundbreaking at the time too mm-hmm. and just like a very like important show for animation but regardless even though it kind of like solidified to me like the story for the prequels is just like amazing and like groundbreaking for like sci-fi and especially children's yeah. like shows um and movies yeah they are kind of children's movies too and as much as Ahsoka is one of my favorite Star Wars characters now. I think that if we're strictly talking um, uh, movies and stuff, like I don't know if you should watch it in between two and three immediately. If if that makes sense, like because I feel like your attention could be kind of driven a lot towards characters like Ahsoka and Rex, whereas the movies you should, if you're a movie goer, you should focus your attention on Anakin and, and Palpatine. Yeah, and, and and again, I think that Clone Wars was also written with the knowledge of all the movies that had come before, which is six of the movies. Yeah. All, like, one to six, all came out before Clone Wars. So I think you're supposed to watch Clone Wars. And, I mean, season seven was after the sequels came out, or, or was it after all of them? I think it, episode nine might have come out in the middle of it. I don't really remember. But I think it... Um, I think it enhances Clone Wars knowing what happens in Episode 3, too. I think as a rewatcher, I could see doing it that way. But if you're watching Clone Wars for the first time, watch the movies first and then get to Clone Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what... And and, and watch also watch Clone Wars before Rebels. But... Absolutely watch Clone Wars before Rebels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, the question is, do you watch Season 7 of Clone Wars, which came out earlier this year? Or I think it, I think it was... December last year slash, I think it went from like November December twenty nineteen to, um, like February and March of twenty twenty. Yeah. Do you want to quickly explain like why that that gap yeah. with season seven? Yeah. So Clone Wars came out. Star- Clone Wars started while Disney did not own Star Wars, so it was still just Lucasfilm. It was and on Cartoon Network or something. It was on right? Cartoon Network. Yeah. And then once Disney bought it, there was supposed to be one season coming out, but they canceled the final season. So a lot of the stories feel a little bit unfinished. You could kind of feel it leading up to episode three, but it doesn't. It doesn't quite get there, and it doesn't like directly connect uh, the timelines and everything. Um, and they came. They did come out. We actually have an article on this on our blog. Mm-hmm. Um, they they came out with like different comics and different books that kind of explain some of the things that happened in season seven, and then Star Wars doesn't like to 
tell the same story in two different mediums, which I, I, I that's something I love about Star Wars is that like everything is an original story or, or whatever. But um, so they canceled the last season, came out with it in like comic after Disney bought it. They came out with it in comics and books and stuff. And then they started Rebels, which is a show that happens between between episodes three and four when the Empire had already taken over. Anakin is already Vader. Um, building the rebellion, basically. Building, yeah, starting the rebellion, building the rebellion. It bases around characters who aren't at all in the movies. Like the main squad is all, none of them are in any of the movies. Um, and then once Rebels finished, they went back. And then this year came out with the final season of Clone Wars. Yeah, due to Disney Plus coming out, yeah. they were like, we got to do something. Might as well. <laughs> <laughs> so it connects pretty much directly to Revenge of the Sith, which is awesome to see. I think Clone Wars does a great job of yeah. enhancing Revenge of the Sith out of all the prequels. Not even connecting, like literally like overlapping. Overlapping like, yeah. and seeing how different characters existed during that time period yeah. and, and everything. So a lot of what happens, like spoiler alert, but um, Ahsoka is also a character. I'm not as big of a character, but she's also a character in Rebels. So... Going into season seven of Clone Wars, you know she survives. You know Maul survives from Solo and from Rebels. So um, it was interesting. It's interesting to think about should you watch, like for some, like I just watched with my brother and I ended up showing him season seven of Clone Wars before I showed him Rebels, which I'm usually not really a fan of showing people things that not in the order that they came out. Okay. But I don't know. What do you think? It's going to. I mean, I, I'm in the middle of Rebels right now, but I've seen enough of uh, Ahsoka's story that I think I could comment on this. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, I, 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 I want to say that it probably holds more weight to watch it the way it came out because you see, oh, Ahsoka is like like doing stuff in Rebels and then like, I don't know, like you're it's just building in your mind like what happened to her all that time like what's going on like and then when you hear that they're coming out with a new season it's going to overlap with revenge of the sith like it, it i feel like it holds that much more weight and it's like so much more entertaining but i don't think it's it's not as much of a bad thing not bad thing it's not as much of like a controversy as the movies i feel like i feel like yeah i feel like your brother nick's brother eddie will have like not as skewed of an experience watching season seven before it yeah i also think it's weird because it's like a season of a show so it's like do you, you it's weird to stop in the middle of a show before the final season and then like move to a different show and then come back so i think that makes it like a little bit i don't know i'm i am happy i watched rebels before watching season seven there's a lot of nods to characters from rebels um a lot of mandalorian characters that started in rebels and and are connected to the main characters and everything so um and a lot of uh I don't know. It it um. There's a lot of little nods to things that they couldn't have done without Rebels coming out first. So I, I was happy to watch it that way. But I think showing someone, it's just too hard to stop before the final season. Yeah, yeah. It's just like too like you. There's so much good stuff in the final season too that you want to get to, and it's hard to like go into Rebels to like all these characters that aren't really from Clone Wars, and like just leave that behind and come back. It's to almost it. a if distraction. It yeah. Like, yeah. So I. If I was to show someone again, I think I'd probably end up doing it the same way. I'll maybe that's not the best way to tell the story, but it's just like you can't stop watching Clone Wars at that point. Yeah, like no. it's it's too tough, especially like uh, season six. Like I I really enjoyed season six and season season five and season six. Season five is like my favorite. Season, season five is yeah. awesome, and then um, this is also kind of a spoiler, but uh, Ahsoka leaves the Jedi Order in a uh, season. Um, 
season five. five and then just like seeing that like there's so much tension and then like and she's not six, at all in season six yeah she's not she's in not it in at it. all like yeah. season six is really good but she's not in it and then yeah it's it's that would be really hard to win yeah and i will say it is this is mentioned in the article on our website but it is a bit of a shame that they released comics and books that went into ventress's story and mall story because you could kind of feel that pieces are left out of the final season i feel like it, it felt rushed so it is a bit of a shame that some of the characters that you love not that mall is only from the animated shows but he's a lot his the main part of his story is really told in the animated shows mm -hmm. it's a shame that it's kind of a chunk is missing from it but yeah a whole different conversation but would you say so my my final verdict for my final let's rewind a little bit so with the spinoffs i think my final verdicts would be um definitely wait to watch rogue one after you've seen everything but then also it's wor well worth watching in chronological order as long as you're familiar enough with uh the other movies okay so so let's talk so initial watching if you're showing someone if you're or if someone's asked you i've never seen star wars what order should i watch it in including rogue one solo clone wars rebels everything all right so if someone's never seen it before and they're asking you then i would say I would agree with you with four, five, six, one, two, three. I if they can, it, this is cheating. <laughs> cheating. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Then watch Rogue One. Then watch Solo. Um, but if you have seen it, and then watch Clone Wars and Rebels, so yeah. If if they, if they want, if they if they have the time, I would say watch Clone Wars and Rebels afterwards. Yeah. Okay. And then I would say even after that, watch uh, Revenge of the Sith. Like after you watch Clone Wars watch yeah. revenge of the sith and then yeah. watch Rebels. again cheating because you've already seen it in your order <laughs> yeah but <laughs> and then all right what what would what would yours be if someone was watching for the first time I, I i would i would agree with you maybe the only thing is after like so i'd say four five six one two three seven eight nine but i will say you once you finish the first six episodes, you can watch Rogue One whenever you want. I, I, was, I probably I was, I was thinking of saying that, yeah. but I, but I would. I feel like you should finish the Skywalker Saga before you. Yeah, I feel like just to like keep someone engaged. But but like I said, sometimes it's good to take a break between trilogies. So really, if you if you want to, if you heard Rogue One's really good and someone told you this this is like a really good one, it might be good to watch Rogue One like if you need a break from that from the episodes after you've seen the first six. I would say. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I would say just for purposes of placing it somewhere, four, five, six, one, two, three, seven, eight, nine, Rogue One, Solo, and then when you can get to the animated shows if you have time. Mm -hmm. um, and I mean, read the books, but I haven't even done all that. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, and oh, comics. That's a whole um, other whole Yeah, other there's story. so much Star Wars the content. And then, watch games. The, and then the expanded universe. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, and then so what about so that's for someone who hasn't seen anything before, right? Yeah. So okay, now rewatching, rewatching everything, <laughs> everything included. <laughs> rewatching, I highly recommend watching one, two, three. You could watch one, two, three, Rogue One, four, five, six, but I would say one, two, three, four, five, six, then maybe Rogue One, seven, eight, nine, Solo. I could agree with that. I, I I could agree with that. I I think it is nice to watch. I mean, I guess Solo is from that era too, but it is nice to ro watch Rogue One in a time when you're like familiar with the original trilogy. Exactly what yeah. I was thinking. You know, and then and then after that, watch the cartoons. But um, 
Yeah, I I don't think I don't think it's just possible time wise to watch the cartoons in chronological no, order. Like, it, it just by the time you finish it, it's gonna be like. Isn't way there more. a thing? I've I feel like I've seen an article out there like, oh, like catch up for season seven. Like these are the only episodes you need to. Watch I disagree or, with anything I, that says I, that. I disagree with it, but also I've seen like that sometimes the Clone Wars episodes are out of order. Also, it, it, it's, that that i could see too i think i think initially watching you have to just watch it in the order it came out it's too confusing to search up what happened when but yeah that is true actually i forgot about that that a lot of clone wars they'll like make an episode like i think the first few episodes of season three happen like in season one it's it's weird the first you're right i, I forgot about that but that's a that's a little bit confusing so i would i would say what just watching animated ones once you you're you have to get into Star Wars fully to like get get into the animated show. So I, I would probably just say watch them after you watch everything. I'd say, but but I will say rewatching. I would still watch starting with episode four. I'd say four, five, six. Well, I'd probably be the same order as initial. Someone watching initially four, five, six, one, two, three, seven, eight, nine. Rogue One whenever you want after the first six movies and Solo less just because you don't want to like tire yourself out yeah. a little bit. Yeah. I I like Solo, but it, it's it's it could be left out and just. I would say it for last. Yeah, I do. It's like a nice, fun one to watch. Like it's fun. I I, I yeah. think it gets a, a bad rap, but um, I agree. But it's it's like a you don't you could watch it last. Yeah, and it's I would like, also like to say again to repeat that there's no right answer. Like I completely agree with Nick's uh, viewing order because like I love watching four or five six stories, but I just highly recommend watching in chronological order. I think it's a really cool experience. Yeah, and I I, I really I've never really got this experience, but I really want to watch Star Wars with someone who knows nothing. Yeah, like, at nothing at all. I mm-hmm. really want. I've never gotten that experience, and I will find someone who will serve <laughs> <laughs> eventually who will serve as my uh, your guinea pig. My guinea yeah, pig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, also we're. We haven't really mentioned the Mandalorian much, I think, but there's not really much to comment on until the series is over because we don't know yeah. how much they're ch- maybe trying to connect it to the sequel trilogy. I have a feeling I have my own theories that they're going to try to explain what they should have explained in the sequel trilogy. But um, would you like that? Not if they if the whole if the whole direction of the series was was servicing that. Like my oh, so my yeah. my theory is that they're trying to use baby yoda as a or the child he's not baby yoda the child (laughs) as a guinea pig for cloning for sensitive people in order to service uh bringing back palpatine in a clone body properly but i've seen offshoots of that theory that i wouldn't really like that much but i've seen offshoots of that theory related where like maybe um spoiler alert where maybe moff gideon wants to become force sensitive so they're trying to extract midichlorians from baby yoda and give it to moff gideon which i feel like I know, could be cool and kind of hint at i don't know yeah. it's more of a theory <laughs> yeah. but people who haven't seen season one yeah you know. um see because that's like kind of related to that and can hint at oh maybe that's how they the remnants of the empire were trying to help palpatine but it doesn't fully like service that idea. yeah i mean I, some, something that i i feel and i feel is pretty important for any show especially star wars that has so many different mediums to tell uh, like it's it's almost like one story, but a, a bunch of stories. I I think something I love about Star Wars is, especially like if you look at the first six movies, every if you watch the first six movies, and you told someone that's it, that's all there is, they'd be like, okay, whole story's told. There's no questions left unanswered. But then you could watch Clone Wars, you could watch Rebels, which don't answer questions from the movies, but they expand on it and make you appreciate it more. Mm-hmm. But you don't need it to tell the story. 
I don't like if they use a Mandalorian to tell a story that they should have told in the sequel trilogy. Yeah. Which, I mean, they already messed up by not explaining everything in the sequel trilogy. Palpatine, the lightsaber, many things. But <laughs> don't... It's almost... I mean, don't don't want to talk too much about Game of Thrones, but it's almost like Game of Thrones where like now they're doing a bunch of spin-off shows that like... Or they're, they keep br- saying they're bringing spinoff shows and then taking them back where, like, they're going to explain, like, the Night King and, and stuff like that. Explain it in the show. Yeah. Don't rush to an answer and then use other mediums to explain the story that you already told. I don't yeah. know. That, that's just me. So I, I wouldn't like, personally, if The Mandalorian went, went and did that and tried to explain Palpatine or Episode Nine or anything from the sequel trilogy um, in depth. Like, if they just tried to use it to explain it. But I don't mind. I like Easter eggs and, and connections. But just don't explain a story that that you didn't do your job explaining it. Don't explain it now. Yeah. Like I, don't, or, or don't use this medium to, to explain something that you were just too lazy to explain. I agree. But I, I would argue that the that the theory that that where Moff Gideon is using it for himself expands the lore rather than trying to explain I would agree it. with that. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I feel like it, it's almost good to, like, hint at it. That it would connect somehow to bring the Empire back. But... But don't like start showing me Palpatine clones or Snow yeah. clones. I don't think they will. But if they do try to connect it too much and explain things, then then I wouldn't like that. But I, I hope that'd be not. cool. I hope they're not because it seems like they're they're basically trying to do with what Clone Wars and Rebels did, but like in this era in between um, the original trilogy and the sequel trilogy by including Ahsoka yeah. and um, other characters and yeah. things like that. And also. Um, I think, like you said, the force sensitive thing. Whether or not Moff Gideon is force sensitive or trying to become force sensitive, I think that'd be pretty cool with the uh, with the dark saber. Which you don't have to be. I mean, I guess that's a Mandalorian spoiler. But if you went this far, you you know <laughs> we've been talking Mandalorian spoilers. But um, the dark saber is a big thing in Clone Wars and Rebels. So that that was like my favorite scene from the last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'd be cool if he was like using the dark saber, like if he was force sensitive and using the, the dark saber. I mean, he's not a Mandalorian. He's not. If he's not a Mandalorian or force sensitive, does it like make sense for him to use it? Um, yeah, there's we'll a. Say. What, what's the, what was the name? Do you know the name of the Mandalorian Jedi that that crafted the dark oh, saber? Oh, Tar, Tar Vizsla. Yeah. So yeah. The, the, there's a another theory that like Moff Gideon like idolizes him and like wants to become like him. That'd be really cool. Yeah. 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 And but, I mean, yeah, that'd be that'd be cool. Oh, it'd be really it'd cool. Be really cool. I, I would love I mean the Mandalorian held its own without a lightsaber for the whole season except for one scene. But I, as much as I think it could do it do that again, it'd be really cool to see some type of lightsaber duel. It would be. Yeah. I and I think I think we're gonna get one. Yeah, I don't wanna spoil too much too much of uh who might be in it because we don't really know yet and um I don't know. There's a lot of different yeah. combinations of who could be in a lightsaber duel, but I don't want to get into it because that goes into Rebels and Clone Wars spoilers, so I don't want to get into that too much. But it'd be it'd be cool to see a, a lightsaber duel. What's Star Wars without lightsabers? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a lot without lightsabers, but lightsabers are, are great. Mm-hmm. And I feel like sure. something that's beautiful about the Darksaber scene is people who haven't seen Clone Wars and Rebels, it's like, oh my God, a black lightsaber. People who have seen Clone Wars and Rebels, it's like, oh my god, the Darksaber. It makes it even better. So yeah. that was something that they did beautifully with that scene. That they like gave you a lightsaber, and it's not only a lightsaber, it's a lightsaber that has meaning in Clone Wars and that's And Rebels. All, that's all Dave Filoni. We have him yeah. to thank for that. It, it connects <laughs> the a, move. It connects, that, that scene connected everything. He's so great. I love that scene. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one of the last points I want to make for this episode is um, 
that this is a highly like I see it all over the internet where people debate this on uh, a certain viewing order, and I want to get your last thoughts on it mm-hmm. before we close out the episode. Is um, there's uh, people on the internet who say that a great watching order oh, is don't say four, it. five, one, two, three, oh. six, seven, eight, nine. Oh, I thought you were gonna say the one because I know that I've also seen orders that just exclude episode one. No ridiculous but um no i think i i think that a lot of people say that so you like get the i, I guess it makes a little sense because you get the the uh plot twist in episode five and then you could watch one two and three knowing the main plot twist but without knowing the actual like ending so you get to watch the ending after you've seen one two and three so so i could see that that's not how I would show anyone or, or rewatch it, though, personally. But I, I see what I see the point. But I, I wouldn't watch it. In that That's order. not how I would show anyone. I would like to try it eventually, but I don't know if that would if that would stick as like a main way that I rewatch in the but, future. But that does lend itself to people who haven't seen it before, because it's trying not to spoil the ending, but still give you the knowledge you need to have in one, two, and three. It does. It does lend itself, but I still don't. I think would never I, show someone I, that way. I yeah, no, I wouldn't, because you're then you're just chopping up trilogies and really you have to understand the whole saga in order to you could do whatever you want as long as you understand the the saga from there on you could chop up trilogies and watch them in whichever way order you please but like if it's your first time you got to get the full saga experience and understand the history and like get the children yeah and, and i mean i mean you know i want to mention my guy palpatine again if you just palpatine's only in one scene in episode five he's not in episode four at all so like I feel like you would lose a little bit of like, okay, like this guy became like if you're watching episode three before you see episode six, it's like okay, he became wrinkly. He's in one scene. You know what I mean? That's, a, like, great, that's a great point. So I don't know. That that'd be a little weird to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So no. No. <laughs> but but would you you think you'll ever like try it one time? I think I, I have to just to see like what it's all like what people are getting. I want to like see. Like I said, I usually don't. I I don't very often sit down and be like I'm rewatching all the Star Wars movies. I kind of just get around. Like I I kind of just like watch one if it's on. If I feel in the mood to watch one, I watch one. Like you know what I mean? I've seen them all so many times, but only a handful of times have I been like I'm rewatching all of them and watched all of them. And I haven't done it since Episode Nine came out. Yeah, it's fun, but it takes like, so, it takes, it so, takes much so, time, much time. so much time. So much time. Like <laughs> me and uh, my girlfriend, shout out to Sophia. We were we watching them all together because we were gonna go see episode nine on opening night, and it we, it took so much time. Like we, we were caught up with finals and stuff. We literally like finished episode eight minutes before we were supposed to leave to go see episode nine. Yeah, so, I, yeah. I I like I said, I didn't even rewatch them all before episode nine, which I wish I did, but it didn't matter because I was in such a I. <laughs> Me and my brother say say this all the time, like especially like when you're a nerd like us, you go through phases of things that you're like obsessed with for like a few months. And we were in such a Star Wars phase anyway because we were rewatching. Um, I think at the time we were watching Clone Wars. I we were watching like the earlier parts of the show. I was watching with him, and then I was watching season seven myself mm-hmm. when it, as it was coming out. So I was in such a Star Wars phase anyway, and I was like so excited for episode nine. So. I didn't. Feel, I didn't feel. I felt like I should just keep watching what I was watching and not like try to like burn myself out by wa- like forcing all the movies um, into like a short period of time, which I wish I had planned it out a few months before so I could like do it properly. Um, but yeah, I didn't rewatch them all before episode nine. Yeah, it, it's tough. It's tough. I could honestly go scene by scene for most of the movies and like <laughs> and like remember exactly what's gonna happen. So um, I didn't feel like it was like a hundred percent necessary. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're the star wars nerd of all star wars <laughs> but, yeah. um 
I, I'm, I'm still in that same Star Wars phase too from a year ago. <laughs> I haven't gotten out of it. <laughs> I'm always in a Star Wars movie. Yeah, to be honest. honestly, yeah, like it's a vibe. Like yeah. once once you really are in immersed in like the entire lore and saga and stuff, uh, then it's just you're always in a Star Wars. Yeah, movie. and and say what you will about Disney, it is nice to have new Star Wars content coming. And, it is. And as much as I'm not like the biggest, I don't. When the sequel trilogy was even announced, I wasn't like. I was kind of like, oh, is it necessary? But it did breathe a little bit of like, I don't want to say new life because it was never dead, but it, it, it like put, put energy into the Star Wars universe. And, and I mean, Rebels, a lot of people don't love it, but I love Rebels. So like brought Rebels, it brought Mandalorian, it brought Rogue One and Solo. It, it brought a lot of good stuff. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. So it definitely, it definitely put me in a Star Wars. There's been many Star Wars phases uh, <laughs> since Disney bought it. And I can't, I can't complain about being in a Star Wars phase. Yeah, no, as I, Again, we could have a whole other episode about the sequel trilogy, <laughs> and it makes me a little angry. Yeah. But like, yeah, it's 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 great. It's Star Wars, you know. Like, yeah, I just and, and love the beauty being a of Star, the beauty of Star Wars is it's divisive or div- divisive, divisive. That people care so much about yeah. it. Like, yeah, yeah, and I, of course, we we I will include myself can be toxic Star Wars fans <laughs> every once in a while. But it is it is it's almost like. It's nice that Star Wars is not always like, oh, it's perfect. The formula works perfectly. It's it's nice that you can have conversations like this where people disagree on what order to watch and people disagree on which movies are as Star Wars as others. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's almost like fun. it makes it it makes it fun. It's it's even though it hurts it's me. amazing like how something has like permeated like culture so much that yeah. like people care about it and it affects people that much yeah even though it does hurt me at times it is nice a that little, not little everyone bit. likes it yeah <laughs> i will to involve the sequel trilogy a little more there's something i literally just remembered and it's not really like <laughs> you need to do this but th- this is actually like a cool little detail is that technically there's another thing in canon that we haven't mentioned that involves the that goes in between episode eight and nine um if you so hmm. here's a watching order that you can go through four five six one two three seven eight go to disney world and go to the new star wars galaxy's edge and the new ride includes a secret piece of canon that i don't even know that wait it's between eight and nine yeah that land is canon for in between eight and nine nine. okay and the ride um i guess spoiler alert for rise of the resistance to ride but you're on a rebel ship and you're trapped they've given you new information on where the new rebel base is that they start off on in episode nine and you get captured by the first order and they're trying to extract the, the location of the new base out of you and that's the name of the see that that's pretty cool that's pretty cool and i i like that i i like that star wars is able to expand through so many different mediums including video games like mm-hmm. it's cool that um uh, Jedi Fallen Order is like part of it and and I mean I, in the Expanded Universe so many different things were part of it and even though Disney did say the Expanded Universe is no more which was all, all the books and, and uh, yeah. all the books and comic books and video games that were um, expanded the story before Disney bought it they said that's not canon anymore it's kind of like a different level an actual different level not just one in my head um, it is cool that they have expanded like in video games and and uh, through their own like theme park and, mm-hmm. and comic books, it's it, it's 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 pretty cool that they're able to do that. Yeah, it and was... it's all one story. It's not like I don't know. It's cool. Yeah, <laughs> they they really did something cool. I, I won't nerd out too much because I'm a huge Disney fan, but like just they really did something cool where like reinventing how theme parks work, and it's literally you're on you're completely immersed in like a piece of canon for Star Wars, like all the 
workers like act like they're in star wars yeah. and stuff it's like it's like live it's like larping a little bit <laughs> <laughs> buy a lightsaber but, but yeah you have to pay uh two hundred dollars for a lightsaber but the experience out here is really cool. and the the ride is like unlike anything you're literally in a star wars movie like i won't nerd out too much but it was the best theme park ride ever been yeah. in my life i gotta check it out yeah I haven't been since uh, Star Wars. We gotta World go. Open. We gotta go together. We'll, yeah. Maybe we'll, uh, yeah. We'll do a popcorn heist live stream. <laughs> if we go. Yeah. That's a promise. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, then you go to uh, Galaxy's Edge in Disney World, and then you go watch Episode Nine, and you know where the Rebel Base is. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> Pivotal information. Pivotal. Yeah. Uh, All right. Yeah. So that's like our take on what order to watch Star Wars in. I've, super long i mean and again no definitive answer still but like yep. you take it as you will i mean and i'm sure many people will probably disagree with us or yeah. disagree even if they don't disagree with our order they might disagree with which movies we've said with the strongest weakest so yeah just, and that's okay yeah perfectly fine i mean again we're a community here and we want you guys to tell us your thoughts on what order you guys watch star wars in or maybe you take one of our suggestions and then you come back and you're angry and you want to refund on our suggestion or if something you know someone <laughs> if you know someone that hasn't seen any of the star wars movies and doesn't know anything you show them yes and you invite me over yeah <laughs> uh, or if you agree with one of our suggestions and and you watch it and you really liked it then tell us that you really liked yeah, it yeah just definitely. To, to boost our ego a little bit <laughs> but um yeah that's pretty much it for episode three um episode four should be coming out sometime soon yeah like we said follow us follow instagram us. twitter we um we just had a uh our we celebrated our one year anniversary yeah. of our first article and we had a bunch of content come out um so definitely check out our social media check out our website um yeah yeah happy birthday popcorn Heist. happy birthday yeah. <laughs> one years old uh, <laughs> little baby uh, love it love <laughs> yeah, it. yeah but check out popcornheist.com like nick said all of our social media accounts you can find this podcast on spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, um on our website popcornheist.com and you can find the audio and the video on our youtube channel which is just under popcorn heist the podcast so thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for joining the heist and join the heist. Join the heist. Thank you.